Welcome to Confessions of a Haunting Freak. Did you always know you had abilities? Nope. I was very confused. When did it all begin? That's a good question. And I have no idea. I could give you some crazy story about how I knew when I was a baby inside of my crib and I would watch all of the pretty lights dash around the room. I don't remember when I was a baby, not in the least. I barely have fuzzy memories of around maybe age three. I don't really remember any time younger than that. I have no major spirit-related memories of that age. I, I did have an imaginary friend. I only barely recall with a fuzzy memory talking to this friend. I can't remember anything about my imaginary friend. I don't remember what they looked like. I can't remember if it was a male or female. And when I think back on the memory, I don't see anyone there with me. Though I know at the time, I was very much interacting with someone. I, I get the impression of someone being there, but I can't get the visibility of someone there. I recall always feeling like I was never in the room alone, even when I was little. I never felt alone. I always felt like people were with me and I would talk to the impression of people, but not the visual side of them. I absolutely hated night time and going to sleep every night um, because I really didn't talk about this with anyone. I don't think anybody even knew, but every night when I would go to bed, I would just in my mind be overwhelmed by the sight of a crowd of people standing outside of the bedroom window waiting to come in to talk to me and waiting for me to fall asleep and it was extremely uncomfortable. I would get uncomfortable and overwhelmed at times and not understand why. It's a total energy overload. As you know, with good energy, there is a flip side of not so great feeling energy. It's very hard to process what is happening when you're new to experiences, especially for sensitive children. We just don't have those tools when we're kids. And Honestly, it's hard for us to decipher between the energies to know if they're good or bad. We just know it feels intense. We are taught our numbers, letters, and colors 
but there is no protocol for teaching your sensitive children about the ghost in the room and how to deal with energies. And you're not just dealing with the energy of past people, but living people as well. I mean, obviously some children are not going to be more inclined to the mediumship side of things, but some of them are. And some of them are even going to experience that in a way to where they are seeing and interacting with their physical eyes. And that's got to be super scary. Energies exist in animals, plants, and all of creation. Um, I see energy fields around everything, even inanimate objects, stuff that's not considered living. And I always found that strange, but you, well, I can see it and I can see the energy field moving. Um, so I think that everything has an energy to it. It can be utter chaos to be in a room filled with people in various states of being. A room full of a smorgasbord of emotions and temperaments are totally overwhelming. Especially when (laughs) you're a kid and, well, even as an adult, it's really hard to interact with someone or be in a room full of people and be very aware of their words not matching the energy you feel. It's basically like a built-in lie detector and it really kind of sucks sometimes. There are techniques to help with dealing with energies and situations of being around a lot of people, but As you can imagine, my five-year-old self had no knowledge of these, and all I wanted to do was just remove myself from the room and the people. I was very outdoorsy, in part because it's a lot of fun. I absolutely enjoyed it, and I think nature is fun and healing, and it has a lighter feel to it. It's not like a bottled ball of energy. There's a wide open space and room to breathe. So while there is a lot of energy outdoors, it's not contained to one area and it becomes kind of diluted. I always assumed that animals were conscious and aware, having thoughts and feelings and lives like us humans. I found it very strange that other people didn't share that thought and opinion. I really was shocked to find out that there's people that believe animals do not have a soul. I felt like this was just an obvious well-known thing, that all living things had a soul. I will say one of my brothers shared in this notion of animals and and nature having life and soul 
he had a pet earthworm and the earthworm ended up dying and I remember very distinctly attending the funeral that he held for this earthworm and him even speaking words for this earthworm. This afternoon I was reminded of the life and awareness of all living things when I was pan frying french fries and I could hear tiny little potato screams coming from the searing heat of my pan. And no, I'm, I'm not saying at present that my shoestring fries were alive and I was killing them in hot oil, but I am saying there was a plant briefly filled with life and purpose and that plant produced those potatoes and there was a life in every inch of the soil that the plant grew in and the soil was watered by the rain that came from a sky full of life and so on and so forth everything is connected I would say if you drew a line from connection to connection, there would be such a thick, intricate web you could see beyond, you, you couldn't see beyond it. Kind of like the spirit veil for some of you that do see a veil. We as human beings feel so completely alone at different times in our lives. But seldom we are alone. Very, very seldom. I think if we could see at any given moment the world around us without filters, you would see you're standing amongst a crowd. As if you're center stage at an amphitheater. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the showing of Izzy's Crazy Life. Tune in for another episode called... She still hasn't learned that lesson yet. Followed by another episode of Is She Doing That Again? Grab a cloud beer and some etheric popcorn as we watch and gasp as if we didn't see that coming. Also, enjoy the endless laughter of her misunderstanding where her guides actually meant and doing the exact opposite. I am just as helpless as everyone else. A character in the game of life, just trying to live it to the best of my ability. And honestly, even if there were instructions, I probably wouldn't read them. Thank you for joining me again today for this episode of Confessions of a Haunting Freak. See you next time.